Hey everybody! Welcome back! Welcome back to a side quest with Home on the RNG. You know what I think about every time I do the welcome back? What do you think? This about? is gonna be a tangent. But oh, it's God. just something I want to address. I'm excited. Have you seen that terrible, terrible Applebee's commercial? <laughs> no, I can already tell you no. <laughs> Where they sing the welcome back, welcome back song that they played in the middle of COVID. They they produced this commercial and put it on air. We probably can't even post this because I'm just shitting on Applebee's now. <laughs> Applebee's is fine. Like Applebee's is a fine place to eat. But, but maybe in, welcome back in the middle of a pandemic. In like July of last year and like July of twenty twenty, they probably shouldn't have produced a commercial where they say welcome back to Applebee's and they play the Welcome Back song in July <laughs> of 2020. Like, now that would be okay. Like, people are getting vaccinated. I mean, I went out to eat today. I've been paralyzed by fear of the of the virus. But I've had my, vac- my vaccinations. So I went out to a restaurant to eat today. So now would be a fine time. But July of 2020 was not a good time for Applebee's. Which, other than that, is a delightful restaurant. But in July of 2020, don't put out a commercial that says, Welcome back, when people are still cowering in fear in their in their homes. That's not the, a good look, Applebee's. I love the passion. I'm very passionate I'm about this really Applebee's I'm angry issue. about this Applebee's commercial. And I've enjoyed myself some Applebee's. <laughs> But I'm still, to this day, like, mad enough at Applebee's that I'm not going to go to an Applebee's anytime soon. I am 100% leaving this in the episode. <laughs> this is just, this is how this episode starts. So, I mean, like, go to Applebee's if you want. Like, I'm, th- Applebee's is fine. Applebee's is good. Casual dining. But just, just, like, stop. Like, f- to the advertising department at Applebee's. Like, just stop and think about what you're doing. So... That's my. <laughs> so, welcome to our discussion of what is a JRPG. Does it have anything to do with Applebee's? That's up to you. Okay. I think. Um, so, that's a broad topic. What is a JRPG? Because for some reason, it's a harder genre to put brackets around than a lot of genres. Like a first person shooter, you yeah. can point at something and go, yeah, that's a first person yeah. shooter. Done. It's definitely harder in this day and age when so many other games have adopted qualities yeah, of RPG. So many games have RPG elements. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this is not meant to be an objective. We are setting the rules for what is or is not a JRPG. What it's going to more be like is us kind of setting the rules for what we are and are not going to cover in, uh, on Home on the RNG. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not even rules, it's more guidelines. This is how we feel now, this is what we're thinking now. We might change our minds, something could come along. Yeah. So, none of this conversation is really meant to be concrete. It's, I mean, I know what my burning question is. What is your burning question? Is The Legend of Zelda an RPG? So I actually had a list here. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Let me... You better answer now. No, I'm just kidding. So, uh, first of all, we can agree. Dragon Quest One, Final Fantasy One are kind of the JRPG template. Sure. Right? If it's almost exactly like that, it's definitely a JRPG. So what I concocted here was a list of, but what about? Okay. 
and that we could discuss. And uh, I'm not. I'm clearly I'm not going to do the list in order now because you brought up the Legend of Zelda. Okay, Legend of Zelda. My question, even more so, Legend of Zelda Two. Yeah. Legend of Zelda Two has a leveling system. It does. Your character, you can assign attributes to grow. You can increase magic. You can increase health. Right. Increase attack power. You can. There are side quests to learn hidden skills. Yes. There are overworld battles. Now, it's not turn-based. Right. It is action-based. But there are action RPGs. Yeah. I mean, the Mana series. Mm-hmm. Secret of Mana. Is that a JRPG? Well, yes. Absolutely. Okay. But yeah. it's an action-based combat sequence, which means right. turn-based. And we can both agree. I don't think anybody will disagree that the Mana series is JRPG. I thought the Mana series was a fighting game, so I'm learning so much on this episode. <laughs> but my point is, turn-based combat cannot qualify or disqualify a game as a JRPG necessarily. Correct. Oh, absolutely. So, is Legend of Zelda 2 a JRPG? I mean, I think I would consider it one if that is under that criteria. I have actually gone ahead and put the Legend of Zelda 2 as a game that we will one day... Okay review on home on the rng now you can veto that when we get closer to it it's a ways down the list but i'm gonna go ahead and say it's enough in the gray area that if it's not a jrpg it's jrpg adjacent yeah but you were asking about the zelda series as a whole the zelda series as a whole now it's an action series right it has rpg elements but is it jrpg adjacent but it doesn't have leveling, really. It just has finding hearts. Uh, and finding other items. That and items. You. And I'm going to say, at this point, I don't plan to review any Zelda game except Zelda 2 as part okay. of Home on the RNG. Fair. I feel like Zelda 2 is the one that like pokes out of the deck a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the rest are okay. really more action games. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely classify them as, like, action-adventure. It's just that it's difficult to classify action-adventure now because, like, Assassin's Creed would be, like, action-adventure. But look at all the RPG crap. Oh, and it, it definitely has, has leveling elements, too. It has leveling elements. They're, like, literally levels in the new Assassin's Creed games. And skill trees and, like, upgrading equipment. Like, those are straight-up RPGs now. And that's why this gets so hard. And that's why the topics are going to be less what is a JRPG and more will we review it? Do you know the first game that I ever played that I thought about this on? What? Was Xbox 360 Dead Rising. Really? <laughs> yes. Because Dead Rising literally has a leveling system. Yeah. You literally gain levels as you kill zombies, take pictures, save survivors, what have you. You gain levels, that's how you gain new abilities, that's how your life goes up, that's how your strength goes up. You are constantly, you're not, not usually, you're not buying items, but you're finding items, you're crafting weapons. And that was the very first game back from whenever that came out, 2006, 7, whatever, when the 360 came out. That is the first game that I ever, like, sat down and played. And I thought, is this an RPG in some way? <laughs> because these are all things that I'm really used to doing in, like, Final Fantasy. But this is a game about a sleazy photographer mowing down, down zombies, zombies with a lawnmower, literally. 
So, and I love Dead Rising. Um, uh, I don't think we're going to cover it on Home on the RNG. We probably, and that's the thing, is I wouldn't consider Dead Rising a, an RPG either, but it has so many things that I was just familiar with being an RPG player. It has the crazy boss fights. It's, yeah. Okay, now here's one where I think we're just going to, I'm going to break my own rule, I think is what's going to end up happening, but Shining Force. Now, we did a review of Shining Force. We did a review of Shining Force. It's a strategic RPG. Yeah, it's a strategy RPG. Is it a JRPG? Are all strategic RPGs JRPGs? I mean, are we going to say, I mean, the J stands for Japanese. Yeah, but we we also accept, say, Secret of Evermore as a JRPG because it's in that style. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an RPG. So Fire Emblem, is Fire Emblem a JRPG? Well, yeah, I mean, Fire Emblem was made in Japan. But it's an SRPG. (laughs) Are we saying all SRPGs are JRPGs? You should have made me do some mushrooms or something before (laughs) you started asking me these questions. So, it's a tough question. It's a JSRPG. It's a Japanese strategy role-playing game. But Secret of Evermore was made in a Western studio. Well, then it's a W... J-R-P-G, Western Action yeah. RPG. <laughs> I will say, at this point, in my opinion, we are going to cover strategic RPGs. We have already, and we yeah. will continue. They oh, don't. Yeah. If we don't play some Fire Emblem, I'm out of here. Most of them don't tickle Russ's fancy as much. Like, uh, unless it's Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem, he seems to really enjoy. Yeah. So, uh, he put the kibosh on us doing an official Shining Force 2. I'm going to guess we can't do a Shining Force 3 either together. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll at least play the first game in several JR in several strategy RPG yeah. games, but Russ and or I both have the ability to veto a game. We don't do it very often. You know what? But we do good respect it. Strategy RPG is that is not Fire Emblem. What is Jean d'Arc on the PSP? Well, that was the that was the end of my statement. Oh well, we may have to check that one out then. It was it was quite good, and just a reminder to anyone listening at home: it's too late. That it's just too late for you to get Jean d'Arc if you don't already have it, because the PSP store has been shut down. Maybe you can emulate it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we will review as strategic JRPGs. But we may not finish each series. We may only do Ark the Lad 1, for example. And then Russ says, I will end this project if we do Ark the Lad 2. But Ark the Lad is not an SRPG in the same way as, like, Shining Force. It's... I, I've played Ark the Lad 1. It's definitely an SRPG. In not a in si- the same way. Not in quite the same way. It's, I have more leniency on Ark the Lad. Let's just say that. Well, I played I, all of the PS2 Ark the Lad game. Well, now I'm excited to get to Ark the there Lad. There you go, Ark the Lad. All right, so... So my question to you... I suddenly have a lot of energy now. My question to you is, with Secret of Evermore, is that a JRPG? What about all these indie games that are like specifically trying to emulate? I think JRPGs? that they absolutely do count. Uh, if the, if your intention is to make a JRPG game, it gets to be a JRPG. <laughs> like, if that's your clear focus and goal, will we review them? Eh. Um, I mean, eventually we, we, we might run out of mainstream games. Right now, our focus is really? more... Really? I mean, you have this planned out until we're like 85 years old. 
right now the focus is on the bigger names. Now, occasionally, maybe in our life, we will stumble across an indie that we're just like, oh, I really like this. Let's do a review. Okay. Uh, and that's always fine. The The list of what we're going to review can always be moved around. It can always be changed. We can add stuff. We can move, remove stuff. Um, right now, there is not a plan to do a deep dive into the indie JRPG realm. Um, but there's not any rule saying we're, we can't. We're not saying we never will. So what about Quest 64? <laughs> Quest 64, as I've said before, is just a small cup of plain yogurt. It was developed in the West. There is no money system. There is no buying of equipment. There's no buying of goods. I'd still consider it a JRPG. Yeah, it's like... Well, we did a review of it. It's like someone... It's like someone just wearing a sandwich board that says, I am a JRPG. So, Sprawled in crayon. Developed in the West but and missing key elements of a JRPG, yeah. but it's still considered a JRPG. Yeah. And we did review it, so clearly we're going to review right. it, because, you know, we did. Um, here's one you can't answer. Mega Man Battle Network. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I say yes. It is a Mega Man series where you play a teenage boy. Does he have to save his father? Because... Yes. <laughs> Dads, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Is this the only reason you have kids? There are five Battle Network games. I am positive. I've only played like three of them, but I am positive at some point he has to save his dad. we only have children for them to save us when we're older? It's it's set in a, a slightly technological future. Mm-hmm. And everybody has their own personal assistant. Uh, uh, Certain personal AI assistant. Okay. And this boy's personal AI assistant is Mega Man. Okay. So he can plug Mega Man into any smart device in the world, and most things are, and then you control Mega Man as he runs around that dungeon fighting okay. uh, either bosses or random encounters. In this world, is Mega Man like an intellectual property, or did this kid just make up Mega Man? This kid just made up Mega okay. Man. Okay. Um, the, yeah, there is no tie to the official Mega Man universe. It's like an alternate reality I thing. I see. And the combat is semi-turn-based. It's building up charges and executing off of... Uh, you basically have a deck of uh, chips with oh, different no. maneuvers. Oh, This is a deck game. A little bit. Oh, dear. And then you, you get like, hey, or pick one of these three that you can do right now. Well, I'll do that attack. That's a good attack. Oh, my. So, uh, I actually like them a lot, and I think they strongly have JRPG elements. The setting certainly is. The story, yeah. the tropes. So, it's going to be a while before we get to them, but I have put the Mega Man Battle Network uh, series in as reviews. So, uh, we will see if we do all five of those. Here's a short discussion. The Atelier series. Are they JRPGs? Yes. Of Are course. we going to review them? <laughs> I am getting no. I'm being signaled that we are no. not going to review them. Not even the new ones? Not even the modern ones? Not even with with Thiza? The girl with the thick thighs? <laughs> 
I have tried multiple times to enjoy an Atelier game. I've tried different Atelier games. I They are not made for me. I don't know who they're made for, but... Gotcha. Yeah, they're not really my cup of tea either. They're definitely JRPGs, but their focus is on time management and crafting. That's the 90% of the yeah. game. The further you go into the series, the less like overwhelming that is of what I've played. So... Right now, we have no plans to play okay. any of the Atliers. Uh, I mean, Russ, you're a part of this, too. If you put your foot down and say, I want to review this Atelier game, we'll do it. Someday we might have to review Thyza. Atelier Thyza. Because I love those thick thighs. Okay. <laughs> I don't make the rules here. We make the rules. I love a healthy girl that is crafting items and living her best life. Don't we all? Yeah. What about Pokemon? Yeah, I was actually going to say this one as well. Um, I mean, yes, I do think it lives in the realm of JRPG. If we can count Robotrek, then yeah, we then can... Yeah, then we can definitely count Pokemon. Um, yeah. Do you see us reviewing it? Pokemon also has not really been my cup of tea. The only Pokemon I've played to completion is Shield. It's Pokemon Shield. And I am going to be honest, I did not have a good time. That whole, I did not collect them all. Let's say I did not collect them all. I collected roughly six of them, and then I just used those six for the entire game. Um, and I've only dabbled in the series before that. So yes, JRPG, I don't really see us playing Pokemon. No. Uh, I played Red when it came out. Mm, okay. I did catch them all. I oh, did wow. beat that game. And then I could never get into one again. Yeah. Well, to be fair, in red, there are only 151, and... Now there's... Yeah, yeah. there's like 800. So. But, you know, it had story. It had yeah. characters. It was... I think that's what turned me off. I didn't understand what people were talking about. I would hear people talking about how Pokemon Sword and Shield was, like, not a good entry in the franchise and because I'd never played one before, I when I first started playing it, I thought, well, this is fine. Like, what are people complaining about? And then I, this is just my Pokemon tangent. And then it was like, oh, I understand what they're talking about. Even though I had never played any of the other Pokemon games, the action in Pokemon Sword and Shield is happening separately from the ten-year-old that's running around the country. <laughs> doing these like there's a part in that game where you're like in the main city or like the city where the final gym is or whatever and there's an explosion there's like an explosion somewhere at the gym and the adult people like the champion guy and the girl that keeps following you around for some reason they're like oh we adults are gonna go handle this you just keep going on your little Pokemon journey and fighting your little Pokemon. And I'm like, no, I want to go with you. I want to go with you and see what the explosion is. I don't want to go collect three more badges while you do all of the important work. So I understand. <laughs> Having only played Pokemon Shield, I understand why they say, I've got, I've got... This is a weird, this is a weird episode for us. <laughs> it is. I have found some other level of energy inside of myself. It was Applebee's that really fired it was you up. I got that off my chest. I got I'm Applebee's you off did. my chest. So uh, You can edit any of this that you need to. I, I don't plan to edit any okay. of it. It's it's a weird, strange journey, and I, I'm here for it. That is I, a I'm good stuck RPG. right here for it. Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey. I've never even heard Highly of it. Highly recommend it. 
There are some Shin Megami Tensei. That the Shin Megami Tensei hole is going to be a hard one to go down because yeah, they have a mainline series and that's basically Pokemon too. But they also so seem I feel to like have we're playing favorites here. <laughs> they also seem to have like fifteen spinoff Shin Megami. So I don't know enough about the series to plot it out. Uh, I I do plan to at least try it. Yeah. To, to to review one or two, but uh, I got to figure out. Which ones? Like how? Yep. What? Why? Um, so yeah, Pokemon. Unless we start hurting for content, I I don't I don't plan to, and it doesn't sound like Which Russ plans I to does, either. Do not see happening. So, are there any others that you can think of that either you think we should, even though it's gray, or you think we shouldn't, even though it definitely is? I mean, what about Mass Effect? I would I mean, I'm just saying, especially Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 2 feels very much like a JRPG to me, just with shooting. It's a shooty, it is a shooty JRPG. I would be happy to do a side quest review of it. Okay, that's fine. But I don't know if I'm comfortable putting it in as a JRPG, home on the RNG Yeah, I mean, specific. JRPG is a, is a definite, definite stretch for that. It's just the weird ensemble cast of Mass Effect 2 that makes me think of that, especially Kasumi. But anyway... And that's the fun thing, is we can always... Yeah. We can do anything we want to with side quest. Yeah. I mean, this is our show. We can do anything we want to with any of it. But, in particular... Yeah. I, I plan to play the remaster of the Mass Effect oh, when it comes out. Yes. So, yeah. I We can do a I side quest of the whole me. series. Of the trilogy. I love to meet the Mass Effect. Anything else? No, I think that is um, that is that was my one main point of concern. I I don't know what you at home might have gotten out of this conversation, but uh, <laughs> you have an idea of where our heads are at in terms of what we are and are not planning to review. I think no Pokemon. We're not planning currently. No. There are no plans for Pokemon right. or the Atelier series. Mm -hmm. We are doing strategic RPGs as they come along. Eventually, we will do Legend of Zelda 2. Even though it's a bit of a stretch, uh, it'll be a way to force me to beat that game, okay. which I've never done. Uh, we already did Quest 64. We will do the Mana series. We will at least start the Mega Man Battle Network. I think I don't think Russ is going to put the kibosh on him. Uh, yeah. Mega Man, I think they're interesting enough that he'll want to see it through. Uh, after all, somebody's got to save that guy's dad. That kid's dad needs help. Yeah. You know what I would like to review, though? What even though would we you like to put review? the kibosh on, on Pokemon is Yokai Watch. I don't know what this is. Yokai Watch is kind of a Pokemon type thing where you collect Yokai, Japanese spirits, rather than. Pokemon, and you play as an adorable child who runs around their town and has a summertime full of adventure. Well, and you know what's interesting? I, we we can, because I do plan on us re reviewing Ninu Kuni, which yeah. is basically a Pokemon game. And Yokai Watch is also a level 5, um, just like Ninu Kuni. So, it's interesting. I have no problem reviewing Pokemon-like games. I just... And Pokemon is a JRPG. It's weird that it is one, but it is one. Yeah. I just don't have a desire to play through that series. And they're all so much the same. Sorry to Pokemon fans if that is offensive to you, but... I'm sure the story changes for each one. To a, yeah, but to an outsider, it's like literally you're doing the same thing over and over every time. 
What about Destiny of an Emperor for the NES? <laughs> you know I watched a speed run of Destiny of the Emperor. I know that you made me play that one time, um, and it almost drained me of my will to live. So, real quick, <laughs> so people at home know what we're talking about. Uh, back when Home on the RNG was video-based, I always intended to make a... Here's a video about why we'll never review Destiny of the Emperor. Because I've never, I don't play the game, I haven't played the game, and maybe I'm not playing it right. But I, I played a little bit of the game, uh, and at first it was cool because there were recruitable characters in the first, in your starting city. And I mm. love a game with recruitable characters that you can miss. But then I got in the first random encounter. <laughs> and the first random encounter, the very first combat, took like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> And then I You're got in the next random encounter. Like a mini war. Yeah, every time you get in, you control an army fighting the other team's army, represented by generals. It's the screen looks like Final Fantasy, early Final Fantasy okay, combat, yeah. mm -hmm. but each person is really representing a multitude. Yeah. So like you attack and 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 attack, <laughs> and now you've killed half of one of the general's <laughs> right. armies. Uh, even if you put it in auto fight it's like you're here for five minutes yeah for each random encounter right. now maybe there's a way to speed it up maybe they go faster and that's what you're about to say from a speed run but like russ and i both encountered that and went will this will kill the project yeah no it was fascinating because we were playing it correctly <laughs> how do you speed run that you just um, you just learn how to how to do it without having to fight a lot of random battles. Oh my god! Yeah. So no, we will not we will not review Destiny of the Emperor. I kind of wish there was a way to do a, a podcast episode on us playing like fifteen minutes of it to prove why we'd never play it. But it needs the visual component. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we will not be ever playing Destiny of an Emperor. What about The Legend of the Ghost Lion? Oh, yeah, that's on our list. Yeah, absolutely. It is on our list. I'm trying to think of any other weirdness. I mean, Paper Mario. Paper Mario has always been kind of a question mark. Well, except I think Paper Mario is very clearly meant to be the spiritual successor to Super Mario yeah. RPG. They keep a lot of the elements. The Well, up to a certain point. Now, I haven't played the newer Paper Marios. I mean, I would argue that the first two Paper Marios are JRPGs, and then everything after that is not. Well, even Super Paper Mario on the Wii, which yeah. was the last Paper Mario that I played. Mm -hmm. So I played the first... that. There's Paper Mario, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, and Super Paper Mario. Those are what mm -hmm. I played. And I would say they are definitely JRPGs. They have the turn-based combat. They even have the timing of hitting the extra button for extra damage from Super Mario RPG. Yeah. Even though they carry over none of the storyline or characters, apart from, you know, Mario. Yeah. None of the special characters. Right. They are very clearly meant to be a continuation of that. I also have the Mario and Luigi saga on our list yeah. so far. Because I, I've barely played them, but again, they seem to follow Those that same formula. definitely fall more into the realm. Now, I've seen bits and pieces of later Paper Mario, and I'm not so sure. Oh, no. But definitely not. So at a certain point, we might have to draw a line and go this far mm. and no further. I'm just not 100% sure where that line is, so we would have to decide that together. But we've got plenty of time before we get to that point. Absolutely. He's pointed out, I've got this planned well out into the future. As we speak now, we have recorded reviews 
for where is it 42 episodes mm-hmm. we haven't aired 42 episodes yet uh i don't know how many we've aired but we've filmed 42 episodes of home on the rng at this point i have a list of 242 <laughs> that list is very changeable russ or i can add or remove from it at any time but as it stands now I know what the next 200 games are going to be. So we better get to work. Yeah. All right, we need to stop talking and get to work. We've got <laughs> 200 more video games to yes. play. You guys at home think you've I'm got gonna, a backlog. I'm going to bust out that copy of Tomato Adventure. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, that's all we've got for what we yeah. do and don't consider a JRPG and what we and will the, and what won't play. And the resolution to that question is... Uh, know and get it together applebee's <laughs> <laughs> get it together applebee's i think that's a message we can all live yeah. by